Hello everyone, welcome to Out of Context. This is going to be a very special episode indeed. Um, through a weird events, we have overbooked our guests today. It's a crowded room. It's going to be chaotic, but it's going to be fun. And I have been awarded the title of Supreme Overlord, and I shall be addressed that way this entire episode. So saith I. And then with me today, of course, is my co-host, is uh, Adrian. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. This is Walker AC, and to you, my friends, yes, you're still my friends. Welcome. Cool. So we got that out of the way. Not that special. Whatever. Of course, we have a returning guest that is a frequent guest host on here, as always, is our rabid raccoon, Big Time Bix. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Um, so, as Ashley said, it is a crowded house tonight. It is not just me, guest starring. We also have Kevin. I want to thank all of you for being on my journey to get podcast rich. Hold on a second. You Did you just hijack my own introduction? I've got a bargain. I'll give it back. Re- no, no, Rebecca. Oh, not me. <laughs> I did. But um, are we forgetting somebody? Um, we've got I was going to get I was gonna get there. I was going to get there. I was but trying to just help. introduced Kevin as just a regular Kevin. Kevin was a like he featured on an episode for about half the time and he is also uh he has his own podcast called Serial Beer and he's also a threat to me being a co-host on this on this podcast. I want everyone to be aware of that. So that was Kevin. Now we can introduce someone, someone who has not been part of our this show out of context. I don't think so since maybe the one of for very beginning episodes, but she was a guest during the Root of All Ashley. Here, lo and behold, the final guest, Sarah. I feel like the final. <laughs> you feel like the final what? You cut out there. Boss. You said the final oh. guest. Boss. Okay, so we got the introductions out of the way. At some point, I expect this to be fully chaotic and it's going to be amazing. Um, what? What? You cut out. You're cutting out, boo thing. I said with me here, it's definitely going to be. Oh, yes. we. I have a buzzer specifically made for you. I love you. Uh, so today is, you know, I just threw together an idea. And to try to keep the chaos to a minimum where people can understand us. And today's subject is going to be the hill I will die on. It's going to be opinions of our own. It is going to be opinions from the Internet. And I will switch it back and forth. We're all going to take turns to answer. If someone's taking too long, we're going to be like, eh, and move on. So is everyone ready? And the person's going to be going first is Kevin. Kevin, are you ready for this? I was born that way. Alrighty. So person named Hey Dr. Ghost 11 on Reddit said, two hills I will die on. Ketchup is terrible and Mexican food is overrated. I know. Oh, I want to be double-hilled. Fine. Well, number one, the hill I'll die on is that I will judge people who say nuclear. You can't just add another U in there. It's nuclear. Come on, have some class. That's the mini hill. Here's my bigger hill. 
But you see, I'm a very ethnic person, as one can see. So I don't, the, when people say they're family, or they, you know, this is my sister, my brother, it's so strange to me because it's like culture is definitely influence. So, you know, in my culture, you know, we call each other brother and sister, uncle and aunt, grandma and grandpa. We don't really do that in America. So I think it's really, it's a completely different context. And like, people call their friends, like their chosen family, family. But I just don't feel that way. I feel like your family is your family because you're, you're, you're with each other through thick and thin. That's your DNA. That is your, your heritage. That's your ancestry. You don't have that with your chosen friends. Friends are important. Friends are really good. Friends are vital. But they're not family because sometimes you don't get along with your family. They're still your family. They're still your blood. So that's the Hillel Dayan. Blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. And tastier. So hold on, I don't think I was clear in this, and this is my own fault. I think Adrian picked up on it. Um, so the hill I will die on, that was on my hill. This is a user on Reddit. And it was to get your opinion on that person's hill they will die on. Oh man, by light my hills. <laughs> no, that's okay. That, that was the whole intention was we're gonna ask I was gonna ask like we're gonna do like a round where I'm reading from Reddit and then we'll do a round where we put our own hills I will die on. So this is the first round where I'm reading somebody off of Reddit and then you're gonna talk about like your opinion of it. But since since we already started with your hill, we're just gonna keep up with the flow. Becky, a hill you will die on. Uh, let's skip me right now. <laughs> oh no, it's your turn. Hill you will die on. Oh, fuck. Alright, hell I will die on is exactly the opposite of Kevin's. Um, to me, family doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean if I am born and I will literally let my father die before I let Ashley die. Hell yeah. That is how I feel about it. I feel like blood of like, when people are like, oh, blood's thicker than the water. No, it's blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Meaning the bonds that we have, that we choose our families, is thicker than the families that we are born with. For me, Ashley is my family. She's my sister. I will kill for her. I will watch the world burn for her. I will set a blaze for her. My father, I will set him a blaze before I set the world a blaze. My younger brother, I will set him a blaze before I set the world a blaze. My older brother, I'll throw, punch him right in the throat. Anybody goes near Ashley, though, goes near my wife, goes near a couple of my friends, I will kill them for even looking at them wrong. My family, yeah, go ahead. I don't really care. So that is the hill I'm willing to die on. I'm willing to die on the hill that my friends are more important to me than over half my family. Am I your friend, okay. too? I mean, would you... Like, shoot somebody for me, or am I pretty much on my own? I would shoot somebody for you. Yes. So and then I'd stab you. I knew it couldn't last very long. Like, that will be it. It's like, if, because if Becky kills somebody for you, that's going to show a slight weakness in Becky, that Becky might favor you in some way. So <laughs> Becky has to reestablish dominance by stabbing or biting you. Fair enough. But I love that we've given her a murder you're you broke up again. I heard murder, been, and that's it. She's been that. I already have a murder boner. Murder boner. Yeah, you are a murder boner, and I love it. 
Yeah. Even if you're in fear erections. <laughs> <laughs> the blood is going somewhere. All right, so, Sarah, uh, what is the hill you will die on? So I'm in a very opinion person. So there are many hills I will die on. Um, as of right now, I'll come up those hills and then leave with one line. Um, ketchup is nasty. Ketchup should only be on things if it's mixed with stuff. Um, I do not like ketchup. It is disgusting. Um, what's the other one from the other guy? Mexican food's not that great. Oh, Mexican food? I fucking love a Mexican food. Alright, I'm from Texas originally. Like, I know some Texas and that shit is good. Um, as far as the family thing, I am right in between you guys, but along the lines more so of Bex. Um, most of my family is absolute shit. Most mm -hmm. of them is of nappy, gnarly, corn-ridden shit. Okay? Like, that is the difference, though, ethnically. And you are correct with that, Kevin, is that that has a lot to do with your ethnic background. Um, typically speaking, your average white bread American, like, white person either loves their family or I fucking hate the majority of mine. I speak to my brother and my mother. And sometimes I don't think them as well, my brother, I love mom. I love my mom very much, you know? But I would burn the entire world down for people that I see as friends, people that I see as important to me, people that may not have an exact label in my life. I would burn the entire world down for. I'm not a hero, I'm a fucking villain, and I won't, you know, I won't sacrifice my loved ones for others and the better good. I'll sacrifice myself for the better good, but I sure as hell will sacrifice the entire world for the people that I have chosen. You know, like, fuck everybody else. My people, so for me, that's where I stand on the subject. Uh, but I have a few really important hills that I will die on. And one is that it is never, ever, 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 okay to just be a total dick for no reason all the time like there is no reason like don't be dick we all have days we all have moments but like being an awful person for the sake of being an awful person you're shit i'm sorry you know and another one is that wait sarah sarah no hold on you've covered Three hills. I know. Are you no. I have one. Sarah. No, Sarah. No, no, no. Take away. Take away. We're taking turns. We're taking turns, young lady. Okay. Yes, um, Quick, because yes, it's Adrian's turn. Because Adrian needs, you know, he is a co-host for this podcast. He does need his time to shine. But really quick, the whole you thinking ketchup is disgusting. You are out of order. A point That's is deducted disgusting. from you. It can only be certain things. Adrian, it is your turn before I, I smack this lady. Wow. Okay. Kevin, I agree with you. Bex, don't bite me. I agree partially with you. Sarah, I agree partially with you. Now, in saying that, I'm a black man. I know. Weird. I know. Creepy. Uh, I am all about family. 
Obviously, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your <clears throat> friends. Of course, everything is a case-by-case -case basis. Obviously, you know, my friends are important to me, and the old saying is you can count your friends on one hand. I take that very seriously. But on the flip side, when it comes to family, no matter now, of course, there's always exceptions to the rule. Generally speaking, family is always there for you more than friends. Example, you get hurt. Of course I can call Ashley. You know, I can call Sarah and say, oh my God, I'm hurt. <clears throat> I'm in a car accident, stuff of that nature. Ashley will go, sucks to be you. I'm playing Star Wars. See you later. I can <laughs> yes, call Becky. You know, Ashley and... will probably be going, uh, did Becky sabotage your car or was it another person involved? <laughs> uh, you know, I'll be on the phone with the police saying, probably Becky cut my brake lines. <laughs> you know, um, Sarah would still keep talking as I'm saying I'm hurt and I'm bleeding out every orifice. I would call Kevin, but he'd be too far away to come get me. So my family mm -hmm. will always be there for me no matter how I feel about them, no, no matter what. Um, so, I mean, I would literally take a bullet, you know, for, for my family, even though we have disagreements and stuff of that nature, family's family. There are some friends I will take a bullet for. There are some friends I would firebomb a church for, you know, but once again, it's all exceptions to the rule not discounting you know sarah's opinion or becky's opinion or ashley's opinion or kevin's opinion it all depends upon a circumstance not everything is black and white when it comes to the ones you love and the ones you trust so that's just my opinion i could be wrong no okay. i have to agree with you sarah i need to interject you uh -huh. see as black and white lot some of us see things in all the colors and I don't have black colors, but there's that goes, family has never, not once, been there with them with other. You are breaking yes. in and out really bad, Sarah. You're, yeah, we can barely hear you. Yeah, so. I said that you are black and white, and some of us have all the colors, and for me, it's all the colors. And as far as family goes, my family has never, not once, been there for me, except for my mom. That's it. She's the only one. So, yeah, we all have different, we all have different perspectives because we all have different experiences with family and non-family in our relationships. And that's how we base our opinions is because of our own experiences. Correct. And, and, and yeah, and, and, and this, is, this is why I said originally that there is an exception to the rule, no matter what. So there isn't a, there isn't a right or wrong answer when it comes to this. Because how my family is isn't how Kevin's family is, or isn't how Becky's family is. You know, so when I say I'll burn the world down for my family, it may not be the case for Becky. So, you know, there isn't there isn't a right or wrong answer in this, you know, so that's my particular hill to die on. I'll throw it back yeah. to, to Ashley. I do like how we did this and Sarah appreciate it that you wrote that you made a hand, you know, like little wave, little raising your hand like you're in class. So like that like that is during this when people are when we're discussing our pains and stuff like when someone's talking you can put your hand up and i will try to pay attention to see who does first and call the person's like okay interject like you know we're all about debates um if we need to throw hands i'm down for that too you know exchange addresses or uh one location for us all to meet at and have a brawl like a bro down i'm down for that too you know we'll discuss this First after the recording fight club is there is no fight club there are royal rumbles. Wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Becky. 
So, <clears throat> the only thing that I had to agree with, like, disagree with Kevin on is that friends aren't family. That was the only thing I disagreed on. Um, but again, it comes from different backgrounds and stuff. Like, I'm not saying I want to burn the world down for my mom, but Ashley, I know for a fact, if I actually had to tell her, do not come to New York after my mom's my accident. She was like, I'm ready to buy for this plane ticket. I'm coming. I was like, no, don't come. I was like, don't, you don't need to do that. So for me, it's all our definition of family because family for me is people who are there for me through thick and thin who no matter what are going to be there for me that if I need them they will drop for me and if, Ashley's my only friend who would drop for me if I wasn't broke as much as I was back then I would have still done it you're lucky I was broke anyway <laughs> moving on moving on Kevin it's back to you now so Again, this is now this is the uh, the turn where it's someone some stranger off the internet where we know on the internet so it's been spoken it must be true we are here to argue that or agree. So this is what person put the hill I will die on a hot dog is a sandwich. Whoa! <laughs> you see, I do not think a hot dog is a sandwich. As I think a taco is a sandwich. That's just cuckoo bananas see is that connecting piece of carbohydrates that really makes a difference the fact that you fold it over that's the difference i mean you can be a smart ass and fold it open up an open-faced sandwich over and be like look i just made a taco a bologna taco you know let's get the fuck out of here with that bullshit but, but it is two know, pieces of bread with something in the middle but the connection that's the problem that's the that's the foundation that, wait, you know, wait what about the hot dogs that have that the, the poor man hot dog where like, it's bread so <laughs> you literally use two bread, pieces of bread you got a ballpark frank and you only got one piece of wonder bread you reduce to that then i mean if you, i guess you fashion it into a you know or sets hot dog if you want but that's just too oh. sad to think about I mean, life is too depressing please don't make me sad hold on Hold on, hold on. Okay, so I understand where you're saying it's one single piece of bread and it's just wrapped around a hot dog, which makes it a hot dog, therefore not a sandwich. But what if it's just like really flimsy pieces of uh, like hot dog buns and it splits down the middle and it's no longer connecting and then becomes two pieces of bread? Well, then you have an accidental hot dog sandwich. Okay, all right, we got, we got a confession. <laughs> Becky. Uh, Yes, ma'am. It's a hot dog a sandwich. No, I think it's a sub. That is... That is interesting, but isn't a sub basically a sandwich, though? A sub is a sandwich with the... It can be a sandwich if the bread splits in half, but a sub making it not a sandwich is the fact that it's one connected piece of bread. Okay, so wait, hold on, because Sarah, your turn's about to start, and I know your turn's going to take a little bit longer, so hold, hold on. Kevin, going back to the, going back to you really quick, Yeah. I didn't consider this as a hot dog a sub for you. A uh, hot 
That's a real like when you go to like Subway, like yes, give me some, give me a hot dog sub. That just sounds like you're in a different dimension. Wait, I kind of want to do that now. I was like, can I get a hot dog sub? <laughs> but like Subway doesn't have a lot of different subs either. Like so, you can go to Subway and ask for like a roast beef sub, and some Subways don't have it. But but hot dog is not roast beef. It's it's either bologna or it's all beef or mixed meats but it's like a little he noodle. said that he wouldn't go subway and ask for a hot dog sub but you also can't go some subways and ask for a roast beef sub I don't oh, know okay so you don't eat me, fresh i'd rather eat flesh <laughs> <laughs> so for me yeah no a hot dog's a sub it's not a sandwich okay jeffrey dahmer okay well uh, because i see that sarah is struggling right now we're gonna <laughs> move on to sarah I am struggling. I'm sorry. I don't like this taking thing. I know. Um, so, what are you enjoying my pain? Because we're taking turns because of you. Or else <laughs> no one's gonna get to talk. Okay, I feel like I'm really being called out here. It's a bit. Uh, so literally you looked up. You need to up. your phone again, love. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Okay, so. I literally looked up the definition of a sandwich, okay? So, with that being said, a sandwich, and let me read it to you, mm -hmm. is an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, cheese, or other filling between them eaten as a light meal. Now, with that being said, a sub is literally short for Subway sandwich, meaning it was originated by people that used to sell those sandwiches down in the New York subway. That's where that originates from. So if you're saying it's a sub, technically it's a sandwich, but subs, if they're not cut all the way through, technically are not sandwiches because the definition of a sandwich is two pieces of bread. Now, I used to be on the a hot dog is a sandwich because there's two pieces of bread, you know, but if it's connected, technically it's not. Therefore, that is in a, a category fully of its own. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay, that, oh, okay. So technically a hot dog is a sub or it can be a sandwich because you can add cheese to it. That's true, onions. but a sandwich is two pieces of bread. Always but, two. But definition. What I mean, ma'am, <laughs> is when the hot dog, like Ashley said, when the hot dog bun splits in half, and you've got the hot dog, hot dog meat, cheese, onion, you've got a sandwich. That's very true. O okay, um, Kevin, go ahead. I know okay. I, you're, you're shaking. <laughs> Yes. So by definition, it's two pieces of, pieces of bread. What if you have three, or I dare say four pieces of bread, then what happens? Madness. Big Mac. It's not reached the Big Mac status. America this, happens. That's what this, happens. This Big Mac sandwich was all big. Gluten happens. Uh, Adrian needs to speak too. Oh, he's still here. Haha, uh -huh. thank you. <laughs> I remembered you. 
Oh, Wait, listen. No, I sound like I forgot Adrian, but Kevin was raising his hand, and I have to respect the hand raising rule. So, you but know, Adrian uh, looks so sad. He looks like a lost puppy. Who is the supreme overlord of this episode? <laughs> Who is the captain? I am he the looks captain. like a lost puppy. <laughs> I am the captain now. That's a uh, racist there, Becky. Thank you. Um, anyhow, how the hell is that racist? What you in a hurry? Anyhow, a hot dog. If it's a <laughs> Hmm, if it's a sandwich or not, Ashley got that joke. I'm going to stab him. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stab him right in the jugular. You're going to stab you're me anyhow. You're interrupting Adrian's time. A hot dog is uh, not a sandwich. It's not a sub. It's actually a burrito. Take this ride with me. Oh. Take this ride with me. You you, you have the hot dog, and you put it in the bun, and you, ro- and you literally roll it up sometimes, or you squish it. It's like a burrito. You put your toppings on. I'm looking up a burrito definition. Yep, you, you, you put your toppings on, and it's a burrito. A hot dog is an undercover burrito. Took me less than three minutes to prove my point. Thank you, checkmate. Okay. Um, Sarah, I'm pretty sure that you're looking at the definition for burrito, but before then, because I don't really get to put <laughs> much, much of my opinions so far, is how dare you, Sarah? Burritos are fully wrapped around. There's no little space there. The hot dog, there is like, there is like the two walls, there is a hot dog, and there is the skylight, okay? Burritos don't have skylight unless you're eating it wrong. Okay, we got too many people raising their hands. Uh, we're uh, going to go in order here because everyone is, Kevin, would you like to interject first? Um, yes, um, okay. real quick. Um, wraps are garbage. I think wraps are burritos for racists. <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky is oh. Becky is losing her mind over here. And for those of you, unfortunately, who do not have video, this is an audio show. Becky in the corner is losing her ever-loving mind, laughing so hard. So, um, Ashley, would you please enlighten? Please, please let her enlighten us because she has something to say. I mean, you. I mean, you. You open the floor to Becky. Let's go. Um. So, question: Does that mean a fruit roll-up wrapped around a guy's dick? Does that make it for <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Wait, is it a burrito? Is if a fruit roll-up is wrapped around a guy's dick? Wait, no, because it's not a burrito. Because a burrito, you you don't suck on a burrito. You chomp into it. I'm not gonna chomp into a dick. <laughs> if anything, it just makes it like an extra gelatin-flavored lollipop. That's what it's going to be. Uh, it, it's not a burrito. Um, seeing as how I'm black, could it be a five-dollar yeah, footlong? <laughs> no, because you don't bite into a dick unless you're a cannibal or you're really into that stuff. Five dollar foot long. This show has officially Wait, went, went off the rails. Wait. Since the lesbian wants to go ahead and ask a dick question, the straight person is going to ask a pussy question. If you insert something into the vagina and you eat it, does that not make it a taco? Yes. yes. The bi slash answer person says yes. I'm just saying. Both of the men that do not have vaginas are saying no. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a reason we call it a taco. When people say, how do you eat your tacos? So you tilt your head to the left or the right. I eat straight up and down. There are their sides on the side of my head. What, so, if, like, what if the vagina's a cannoli? It could be. It's only okay, a cannoli when it's approval. a straight woman with a man because the filling has to be put in. 
And then it turns into a hot dog dispenser. No. But the thing about a cannoli is it's a tube that then becomes filled with white cream. Oh, God. Just like so, the aforementioned vagina. Exactly. <laughs> so what good product is it when it's two vaginas rubbing together? Like, I know that you got scissors, you got sandpaper, you got a whole bunch of stuff, but, like, food product, like, is it just... No, it could be a hot dog. Two <laughs> what? Explain this. Buns. You got the two buns. And sometimes but you can have something in the middle. Meat? Sometimes you can, like, you can have the toy. Wouldn't it be a no. slice of baklava instead of a hot dog? Oh, it could be that, yeah. No. We're in here trying to think of what kind of food it would be because, like... Clams. rubbing together, it's not like it doesn't go in the groove like you think it does. It's not quite like that. Is it clams? Next topic, please. Next topic. Uh, no, oh no. I still no. have more to say. We're, I still have more to say. Y'all didn't call on me. Sarah, Sarah um, elaborate into this discussion we're having. Thank you. So a burrito, by definition, is a Mexican dish consisting of a tortilla rolled around a filling, typically beans or ground or shredded meat. So that means that a hot dog is most definitely not a burrito um, because it's not in a tortilla. And Kevin, I will agree with you 100% on wraps, not that they're trash, but that they were made for like that kind of person. My father actually worked at the flour company that created the original flavored wrap. Um, yeah, 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 the flavored wraps, they have sun-dried tomato, they have spinach, and they used to have black bean, but they didn't sell very well because they tasted like shit, and they fell apart really easily. Um, I used to have to taste test those when he brought them home, and let me tell you right now that they've gotten so much better than they were because goddamn they were bad. Like, the bean ones were god-awful. They were pretty color, though, but like, no. So, yeah, no. Hot dog is not a taco. I mean, not a burrito. Taco is also not a sandwich, nor is it a burrito. It's a world into its own. And any sandwich with more than two pieces of bread is just murica. I'm just saying. Murica. But on the, on the subject of uh, two women having sex, what food is it? I say it's pancakes because you've got that thick, fluffy deliciousness with a lot of syrup or sugar or cream in between more thick, delicious fluffiness. I, wait, I agree. What if, okay, wait, wait. Okay, let's say it's pancakes. Imagine, like, okay, it's two vaginas around the smaller, like, that can fit into a really string-thong bikini and no lips are popping out. That's pancakes. Let's say they're a little bit thicker, more plumpier. Um, would that be considered French toast? Yes. I mean, I'm a plumpier person, so I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. Okay. I'm with Sarah on this. I say yes. That's what I say. A quick comment, because it is Adrian's turn. But the faces of Adrian and Kevin that they are making while we are having this conversation. Well, they aren't females having sex with females. And as both Becky and I are females who have had sex with females, I think we're uniquely... Uh, Qualified to answer the question. Wait, wait, are you assuming my wife's gender? <laughs> you call her wife. 
And if you had ever said they or partner, I would not assume the gender. I'm being a dick. I promise. I'm just being smart. Hey, what's oh, no. say? There's no reason to be a dick. Thank you. But also, like, I listened to how you gender your partner. If you gendered your partner a different way, I would have called them then. Speaking of them, I'm just Adrian, being smart. Turn. I promise. Adrian just went. He just went. No, it. Sarah just went. Yeah, but Adrian's the one who brought up the burrito. Now we have to go into a different well, topic. We were, no, no, no. We were all interjecting on this conversation. Adrian no, he has the right. His formal opinion. He has the right to interject because we all got to talk a second time. Yes. What's the topic? I don't know. <laughs> the hill Here's that the I will die on. And burritos. The, the, original, the original title with this one, this round was A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. I'm still holding on to the hot dog is a secretive burrito, is an undercover burrito. It can't mean- That's opinions. It's it's neither fish nor fowl. It's just an opinion. So that's that's the hill I'm gonna die on. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna switch it up now because so the last time, like when we started this, when I asked Kevin a hill I will die on, and he did it, and we all went around and had our little opinions about it. Now, plot twist. Becky, it's your turn. What? Hell we'll die on. <laughs> what? Okay. 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 Um, we'll okay. die on. So it's my personal one. Yep. All right. Working at Walmart is the hardest fucking retail job you could ever fucking have. Okay. Um, Kevin. Do you have to find that or make my own? No, no, no. You, you, this is like... Like, do you, it's at Becky's, so we're going to oh. go off that. Working at, that's a pretty good one. I mean, but that's, it all depends on which one. Are we talking about, like, you know, Beverly Hills Walmart or, you know, like the one on Orange Valley, Blossom Trail, back in Orlando? Mm. There's, like, OBT. Right, but then imagine, like, working at a GameStop. That's also pretty hellish. For so, at GameStop, so I'm telling you this right now. Got nothing on Walmart. Oof. What about a Dollar Tree in like you know Crackett area? So the reason why I made that comment and why that's the hell I'm going to die on, just to elaborate a little bit. I've worked at GameStop. I've worked at Lowe's. I've worked at Home Depot. I've worked at Curtis Lumber. I've worked at a lot of different retail stores. Becky's a resume hopper. <laughs> I was. Yes, I was definitely a resume hopper. And when the reason why I disagree with you on GameStop is people go into places like GameStop for either browsing or a specific game for a specific console. They know what they want. They're going in there to spend money or browse. And you have to literally go out of your way to go there. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go get eggs and I'm going to go harass some people in sporting goods and scream about guns. Or I'm going to go back to electronics and give people a hard time. It's literally you go to those places for specific things. And anytime I've gone to a dollar store, there's people going in there because they don't have much money. They can't afford much. They're going there to literally shop, be quiet, and keep to themselves. I've never gone to a dollar store or Dollar Tree or any of these other places where you hear screaming children, somebody swearing at somebody because of pricing, and people aren't just being downright nasty 
because they didn't get what they wanted, they didn't get their way, and teenagers aren't going there just to have fun and cause mayhem for TikTok. You know, I think you might have convinced me. I, I'm having a hard time because if you're confined to just custom service retail, I think you have a pretty good argument. Walmart is pretty much, you know, the seventh layer of hell. Long pause. Awkward silence. Awkward <laughs> silence. Okay. All right. All right. So, Sarah. So, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Becky. Um, I have worked Walmart. I have worked several different types of retail. And I can tell you for a fact that Walmart is the worst retail job you will ever have. When I worked there, one of my managers would watch me fold the baby clothes and drool. Okay. If you get moved from one department to another, they have the right to dock your pay. If you choose to change your shift, they have the right to dock your pay. Walmart also attracts a very low class of clientele. You can't afford to go to GameStop to get your game, you go to Walmart. You can't afford to go to AutoZone to get your car parts, you go to Walmart. You can't afford to go to Publix for your groceries, you go to Walmart. Dollar Tree, yes, you also get the lower class of clientele. However, Dollar Tree has a limited selection. Dollar Tree is usually a smaller store. And Dollar Tree almost never has air conditioners, so you GTFO. Walmart, you go there, you walk around, you shit on the floor, I've seen it, and then you buy two or three things, you throw things at a, a customer service associate, you try on clothes you're never going to wear, you walk in there when you haven't bathed in five weeks and you try on new clothes and you steal from there. Um, Dollar Tree, most people don't steal from there, it's a dollar. Dollar 25 now. But like I've only ever seen once that someone stole from a Dollar Tree and he was very homeless and he was gone in five seconds. Whereas Walmart, people steal from there every single day. I've seen people just take a giant TV and walk out the front door. So Walmart, when I worked there, I made it six months before I said, peace out. But uh, my mother worked there for the majority of my formative years and I have so many stories. Okay, before, before the so many stories. Oh, I'm not a gonna tell Okay, Adrian. <laughs> And of course, I'm going to add an a disclaimer. <clears throat> not that there's anything wrong with working at Walmart. Not that there's anything wrong with shopping at Walmart or having, you know, certain types of uh, financial hardships going to Walmart to buy your goods. Now, since I got that out of the way, I agree with Becky. With the caveat by saying there's a job equally as horrible as working with Walmart, and that's, wait for it, racetrack gas station. It's the absolute worst because once again, people, oh, yeah. because once again, we all work at jobs that are in need, that people need <sighs> gas, food, clothes, stuff like that. So it's a very, very slim comparison between the two. Walmart people have to go there to get their food and they have to go there to get anything they need. And of course, the last thing on their mind <clears throat> is to worry about the person behind the counter servicing them because in their mind, 
hey, I can drop this on the floor or make a mess, and Becky will clean it up. I can go poop on the walls, Becky will clean it up. I can bring this thing, I, I can bring an AC back that I've been using for six months to get my money back because Becky is a customer service and it's her job you know, to handle that particular job. So yes, it is the worst job because it's customer service. Anybody can do it and all the scourge of the earth can walk into Walmart at any given time, steal, make a mess, poop, and leave, and just be rude and nasty to you with zero consequence. Valid, valid. I, I think we could all agree that customer service is like the hottest, most painful layer of hell. Yeah, and here, here. I am a masochist and that's why I still work there. Yeah. yeah. I will say it's the hardest job I have ever had. So, because I'm trying to make time, because like, I'm sure this episode is going to go longer than our usual time, but I have plans, I have plans, and I want to make sure we get to my plans before the end. So the next one, oh, Adrian. Well, I mean, do you want to break into continuity for a second? May I ask the, the group a question? With your permission, Certainly. dear, dear Ashley. Certainly. Now, of course, you know, we're all grown adults here. We've all had our own jobs and whatnot. So my question to the group is, what is your third circle of hell job? Now, I know, Becky, you mentioned already Walmart. So, so we'll do it. We'll bypass her just for a second. And I'll give just a quick example. We're going to go back circle. to... It's not my third circle. <laughs> well, well my, well, my third rung of hell, for example, I worked at a call center for about almost two years. I moved back to Broward County, worked in a call center where we sold uh, uh, dietary products, penis enlargements, more semen producing pills and stuff of that nature. Yes, we had incoming calls. People would see the commercial, call in. We'd have to read a full page script and then try to get their credit card. All the dregs of the earth worked in a call center. Drug addicts, weird people, pregnant women, you know, just people got out of the jail, worked in a call center. I worked overnights from 9.30 at night until 7 in the morning. with all these people? <laughs> when I was pregnant. Was... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, once I moved back to Barraya County, I worked at a call center for two years. And, yeah, it was the third rung of hell. It was purgatory. I swore I saw Lucifer walking around there. And it was my way of repenting for all my sins for two years working there. But I'm okay now. Therapy has cured me. So... I'll bounce it over to Sarah and say, what was your worst job in three minutes or less? Well, I have a tie um, for two. Um, number one is, of course, Walmart. I made it six months. Number two was working cashier at Wendy's when I was 16. Um, so I was 16. I was learning how to do the cashier. My third day, I had a woman um, let's call her a Karen, and that's going to be kind. And because I clicked the wrong button and didn't know how to cancel out which button, because she told me what she wanted incorrectly, she started screaming at me, calling me every name in the book. And this is back when Wendy's made their people wear neon green. I'm clear. Uh, the color that I am currently now is 10 years of living in Florida, and it's best considered porcelain. Back then, I had zero color to my skin, and you could literally see every vein in my face and arms because I'm clear. So imagine that in a neon green shirt 
that reflected onto my skin and made me look sick. Sitting there in khaki pants, having to have this shirt tucked in, and I have always had a muffin top and a roll. So, apologies, my cat um, unmuted my TV. And um, so to me, it's both. But then in addition to Adrian's question there, I also want to know what people think. Is retail or is fast food worse? I vote retail because I've done both. And I can tell you I lasted longer in retail because I learned how to get thick skin. But retail is way worse. I think it's because at the end of the day, it's still customer service. Um, so retail is more of like material items for the most part. And then, oh, shush. And fast food is quick food that you need immediately where, so I wouldn't say they're exactly similar, but they're kind of like on the same, which is again, customer service. So. Let, me, let me rephrase. Okay. So to me, fast food is jump scare horror and retail is suspense horror. Okay. Becky. I think it's going to be fast food. Okay. Um, Cause for me, the worst jobs I ever worked, I actually like working at Walmart. I enjoy my job. I have a great group of people. It's hell, but it's not hell. Um, McDonald's and Great Escape, which is a theme park. Mm. For me, it's always going to be fast food because have you ever dealt with a hangry bitch? <laughs> I am the hangry bitch. Or you have a line wrapped around your building at 3 o'clock in the morning and everyone's getting out of a concert and just wants to get home and have a quick meal, but the system's shut down and everyone's getting hangry and bitchy. And I, counter that. That. I counter that with Black Friday. Thankfully, I've never had work Black Friday besides Ooh. at GameStop, Walmart. Your sweet summer child. Now. You sweet, sweet summer child. But I've worked different. There are some holidays that were said Black Friday. But for me personally, for me, just me, I would have to say it had to be fast food any day of the week because people are hungry. And when people are hungry, they're a lot meaner than if they're hungry. So you would say that fast food is your third circle of hell? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kevin? It's a tough one, but I do think uh, food service is worse because, you know, retail is material goods and just the mess. You know, the wrong customer gets mad at you, they'll throw a drink or food on the ground or at you. And so, you know, you get, you know, you get nasty dump in your, uh, your bathroom, you gotta, you gotta clean that up. Um, yeah, and just, and, you know, hungry people are, can get real mad and just people can, um, it just seems so much less, even less reasonable when it comes to food. Because like, oh, it's too hot, it's too cold, now I just don't want it anymore. Whereas like material goods, it's maybe a little less like that. Um, and this, people will, people will try to steal a tip jar that's happened to me before. Um, yeah, just people are just, just some, sometimes a little even worse when it comes to food. 
And from being a delivery driver before, it's a hell. Because if somebody cooks the food wrong and you drive all the way out there and then you're getting screamed at or God forbid, it's like my with me and it's an ice storm and you slip down the stairs because you didn't want to salt their fucking stairs before you get in there. And then they're screaming at you because you dropped their food. So okay. that's just... Uh, just my opinion, I personally feel that when you're dealing with somebody's food, like, I know for a fact, don't touch my food, don't fuck up my food, don't fuck with my food. So That's my food. I would think my, like, my third circle of hell would be the same thing, which is, like, working, um, and just food industry, like, uh, I think any, anything goes for services, of course, but being a server... Hell no. I was a server, just like very, my very first job was being a server. And it was, it was a SeaWorld. Yep, it was a SeaWorld. And it was horrible. And then I just see how servers are treated from here on out. And I'm always the type of person that I will stack my plates, I'll clean the table when I'm done, before they pay the bill, all that stuff. And I remember when I was still, you know, when I was youngish, looking for those, you know, step up jobs to start off. And I remember I, wor uh, I worked at racetrack for a little bit, and I was looking to be somewhere else for a minute. And I was looking at restaurants, and a few people that knew me were like, "Don't no, you will throw a plate of food in someone's face so fast because of, like, just reflex. Like, I get attitude, there's something in my hand, I'm throwing it at you. Mm -hmm. um, so that was my answer. Uh, Adrian, since you asked all of us, what is your third circle of health? Oh, um, I go back... To, like I said, the call center. You have not lived. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you have not lived until you sold either glucosalin, which is a, uh, a weight loss drug, or Retoxor, a penis hardening uh, product. It gives you longer, <laughs> harder, thicker, longer lasting erections. Yes. Did you try the fruit roll up tactic? I can't comment on that right now. You know, you know, I, I tried it, but my dog, Paolo, oh. he, he really didn't like the taste of it. Okay. Uh, well, I completely forgot that you put in your, your answer right off the bat. Mm -hmm. um, because my memory is poor, but Becky. Um, Adrian, what do you think is worse, though? Because you didn't give your opinion. What do you think oh. is hardworking, food or retail? Um, I would say food. Because you because in, in certain places that has food, you have to be certified. Uh, safe serve or, once again, you deal with the most nastiest people on earth that either a deal with your food or b are just asking for just the weirdest things so i will okay. definitely have to say food okay sarah before you go 30 seconds because but it's time to move on oh no 100 percent um i just wanted to put one last little thing out there i agree 100 percent that food is worse however in my years of um retail management I cannot count on one hand. I cannot count on two hands. How many times I've had to clean up human waste from the front door all the way back to the bathroom or explosion all the way up the bathroom wall, almost touching the ceiling or um, urine two inches deep in a male changing room or extremely used feminine products stuck to the walls in the female dressing room. So I will say that food service is worse for dealing with the people. I will say that retail is worse for dealing with their messes, not because of the whole food aspect, because you have the stuff to clean that up when you work food because it's given and it's a given that it's gonna happen. 
in retail, it is not expected that you're going to find extremely disgusting, nasty feminine products stuck to the walls. Just saying. Last thing to say. I'll give credit to that. Um, so I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask another hill I will die on. Try to make it a quick round. It'll be Sarah's turn for a hill I will die on. Then Adrian's turn. No, Sarah, you're not going to provide a hill you'll die on. I have too many. Give it to Adrian. I'll talk too long. That's fine. Okay, so I, I will put a hill I will die on. Um, and then it'll be Adrian's. And then we're going to go to one last thing. And then we can do whatever conversation, wrap up the show. But this one's a very common hill where everyone is always separate. And this is one where it used to get Becky super pissed off with me when we were younger. Well, I know where you're going on. I know where you're going <laughs> um, with this. The hill I will die on. Pineapple does not belong on pizza. Kevin. <laughs> uh, I'm indifferent. I'm just a eating machine. And if it's come, it comes across my way, I won't you know, get mad at it. So I'll just eat it. It's just fine. Okay, okay, but listen, if you're at, you're at a restaurant, you're hungry, and there and there's two options to order. It is either just pizza, like whatever topping, whatever kind you want, or it's going to be a pizza with pineapple on it. What are you going to choose? The non-pineapple one. There we go. Um, Becky, your thoughts. So, for me, pineapple goes on pizza if it's a Hawaiian pizza. It needs, I like the salty sweet. However, if I get the options between pineapple or whatever I want, I'm going with the mushroom pizza. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I do think pineapple can be on pizza, but you ever put peas on pizza or you give me a pizza with um, pickles, I'm out. Okay, like, so people will do weird toppings on pizzas, and I will admit that. Pineapple is, like, kind of, like, an over-talked subject nowadays, but I was like, why, why, when we're doing Hills Wheel Dial, why not introduce me? So, people putting peas and pickles on pizza, that, so, okay, I'm I not surprised you did shop. that. I worked at a pizza shop, and somebody would order uh, a pickle pizza. I tried I... a bite of it, because I was, like... I'll try it, and it was disgusting. I love pickles, and all I can think is, I want to try that now. I want to try, like, just get a pickle, like, slice it, and just put one on, like, you know, the first bite of the pizza, and just try it, because uh, I love pickles. I love pickle chips, so I'm thinking, okay, I can try this. Um, Sarah, pineapple on pizza. So, for me, it is simply a texture thing. Um, growing up, I had to eat whatever I was given at lunchtime. And growing up in a very poor community, we got a lot of canned fruit instead of fresh fruit. And a lot of times it was canned pineapples because you can buy the giant jars of it at Sam's Club. And the because of this, the only pineapple I can eat is fresh, like fresh cut or like cut within the last day or two. And that is why I don't like the pineapple on the pizza because it tastes like canned pineapple once it's cooked. Um, as an idea of the salty versus sweet, I think that's a great idea and more power to those of y'all that can eat it. But for me, it's a texture thing and like that flavor, I can't do it. Okay. But I do wanna try, I really do wanna try the pickle pizza. I've seen people do it. I've had some really weird shit on pizza. There's a place in Daytona 
that makes seafood pizza and it is bomb. Ooh, okay. Daytona's not too far from me. You like outside the podcast, you, we need to exchange uh, a conversation. hundred um, percent go and have a beach day. Adrian, so obviously it's your turn for your opinion on this. And then once the opinion's given, anyone has any feedback, but after that, uh, go ahead and state the hill you will die on. Well, in my humble opinion, anyone who likes pineapple on pizza is a mutant. Um, so it's not really my thing. I'm a huge uh, pizza guy. I like dead animal flesh on pizza. If you run, if you hit a cow, make sure you put cheese on it and put it on my pizza. Um it's never really a thing to me because I'm not a big fan of something sweet on a pizza because you're supposed to have, you know, the balance of your, like your sauce and, and you know, and the meat and the bread texture because it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Coupled with the fact of it's been doing this, we've been doing this for years. So we're used to it for years. It's something our palate is used to. So if anything different comes along, I, I, I just can't do it. Pineapple on pizza. No, you're un-American. You're a terrorist. I don't want to have anything to do with you. And that's why I want to kill you. I knew you were going to say that. I knew this was coming. This was coming. I knew. You are a meat-eating meatosaurus. That is what you are. Yes. I am the meat man. Rawr. I've never been called a terrorist before, so um, I'll make sure I cause terrorism on your life. You're going to firebomb my house. I know that's coming. And your association with your brother-in-law. Yeah. If I remember correctly, though, Hawaiian pizza actually originated in Canada. Yeah. Yes. Those goddamn Canadians. I knew it. That explains it. It's, it's and Becky dumbest. lives near the Canadian border, closer than the rest of us. So I that do. makes sense. Oh, my God. I live like three hours away from the Canadian border. So. Okay. Um, Adrian, do you have a hill you will die on? Hmm. A hill I would die on. Surprisingly, the hill I die on is that um, sarcasm is a thing. Sarcasm rules the world. Everyone must have a sarcastic side of them. Because if you don't, if you don't, if you're not sarcastic, don't have a sense of humor, you're a pretty boring person. You're gonna die a miserable death. See, the whole room okay. got quiet on that. See, there you go. And I mean, that's that's a take. That's a that's a hill. It, it's not a big hill, but it's a it's a hill. That's what she said. That's so. Okay. Um, yeah. Mound. That's not even You need mound. something that is like controversial. Every almost everyone has like sarcasm. We need something that's more controversial. We need something that's gonna make us go for each other's throats. Sarah, hush. Well, see, like I said, I'm a I'm a very zen person, so I mean, nothing really gets me like it used to. So I really want to have a big hill to die on, other than protecting myself when Becky uh-huh. finally attacks me. Uh, but other than that, no, I. Uh, Sir, I see your Facebook posts, and I know you can post things that can get people's gears grinding. So I know you can come up with a hill that is spicy. Okay, Sarah. Okay, since he wants to cop out on his hill, I have a good one, and it's going to be really controversial. Okay. Okay. You should be allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do with your body, including have an abortion. Okay. Um, uh, Kevin. I, the male. I totally agree with that. Unfortunately, I live in a state that does not want that for you. And I think it's absolutely insane that, you know, there are people who just want to dictate what you want to do with your own body. 
you know, you, you know, they basically want you to suffer. Like, I believe that, you know, people that are in terminal pain have the right to end their own lives on their terms. People should have the right to abortion. People have the right to alter their bodies, whichever way they, they want to see fit. And, um, Thank you. Oh, sorry, see, go ahead. No, I, I'm saying just like, why is it anybody else's business? It, it, it isn't. It's just that they're like, ew, gross, and they can't handle it. And that's why they may have to make it illegal. I think it's absolutely insane. Yes, thank you for adding in the suicide and stuff like that. Like, if I am a vegetable, I want someone to pull my plug. If I am in so much pain and miserable, I want to be able to end things if I can't handle it. And it's not just the abortion thing, but I will tell you right now, my mother, who is so freaking conservative that she still thinks gay people are going to hell, she tells me from time to time that I'm going to hell because I am a pagan and because I also like chicks and also other genders, what have you out there, like I care not. Um, and she agrees with me on this as well, not the suicide part, but the uh, abortion part, because if it's between me and an unborn fetus, which I'm sorry, I believe all life is sacred. However, at that point, it's not life because it's not out living um, it's a parasite. It, it is a parasite, and if the parasite is going to kill me, I'm going to kill it. And she agrees with me on that, and she is the most conservative person I know. So, quick tidbit here. Um, if something happens to me and I am brain dead and I become a vegetable, um, I want my will to be known that once I become a vegetable status, I want a vegan that has to eat me. <laughs> I'm not vegan, but I'm non-meat. Uh, does that count? Anyone that's like, meat is bad. No, 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 people are like, vegetables over meat, anything like that. Okay, once I'm a vegetable, you gotta eat me. No, I mean it. I'm non-meat. your I, guns. Like, my, my stomach will not process meat properly anymore thanks to COVID so many times. So, Sarah, you show to the hospital with the condiments of your selection, um, the finest of silverware that you have, and you just... I will. My body. I, I okay. will. Um, I will do that for you, but I'm going to need help because, I mean, I don't process meat well. So if you're a vegetable, then I can eat you. Okay. And that uh, leads to some very interesting commentary. Down to bow wow. Okay. Um, Becky. Yes. <laughs> the body control. Yes. Um. So, I have my opinions, and I believe that everyone has rights to their own body. However, the only thing I have to say is I don't believe abortion should be used as birth control. Um, if you're, I can understand getting an abortion for um, rape, incest, um, that kind of thing where it's like, I really can't bring this child up. I understand, but if you're getting abortion once, twice, three times every year or more, or every time you get pregnant by somebody that you had a one night stand with because you didn't want to use protection, then that's a bit of an issue. However, I'm not going to hate you for it. I just have that opinion where I, I'm going to be like, okay, that's kind of fucked up. Like you're, putting your body through a lot of torture when you could just have him pull out. 
Sarah, I know it's killing you. So I agree with you so much. However, allowing those who need it means that you also have to allow those who want it. And today, oh, no. and I'm not saying like you can't get it. I'm not saying if you want it or you don't or you need it. Like I'm not saying like I'm not gonna judge you for it. I'm just oh, no. saying like I'm gonna be it's like it's your hey, personal opinion. Correct. Yeah, like I for with you. 100% because that's my opinion as well. But if you're gonna allow those that need it, like they can't take care of the kid or what have you, then you unfortunately have to allow those that do use this birth control, even though it should not be for birth control. You're putting your body under so much strain and causing yourself to possibly go barren and um, cause millions of other, not millions, but several other health, health issues if you continue to do it. But in today's day and age, there are so many things you can do to prevent a pregnancy that I think that that amount of people is very small demographic, especially now that you can buy plant B over the counter. Oh, yeah, no, and, but I made that comment. Yeah. Just for background, I made that comment because mm -hmm. somebody that I grew up with had three abortions within three months because she oh got pregnant God. from different one-night stands. That's why I made that comment. Like, you have full rights to do that. You have full rights to whatever the hell you want. But... Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm no, gonna... I, 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 can, I can see... So this is... This is a this is a topic. Uh, for the most part, is I can see both of your sides here, and you both pretty much for the most part agree. It's like a it's like a situational type basis is where your opinion cut. Basically, I think we can agree. Um, Adrian's gonna be next, but at least from what I'm saying so far, uh, from what I'm hearing, is we can all agree. You know, hey, do what you want with your body. Uh, I'm not gonna be the person that says, hey, don't do that. But certain decisions you make, I can have my own opinion. I'm not gonna go to uh, social media or the or Congress and try to get that changed just because I don't like it. Just like, hey, you can get tattooed whatever you want, and then you get the stupidest fucking thing tattooed on you, like you know, like a boyfriend of two weeks name on you. I'm not gonna stop you, but I'm gonna tell you that's fucking stupid. So I think here, uh, if I can get a yay or nay, we agree to that so far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Adrian. <laughs> And finally, finally, to close out the show here, um, I'll get my opinion and I'll throw it back to to Ashley there. No, 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 no. We're not closing out the show. We're gonna get. You're gonna give your opinion. I, for the most part, I just gave my own opinion. Uh, I think that's. I, I just kind of agree with everyone else here. Do what you want. Um, I will have my own opinions, but for the most part, don't tell me what to do with my body. I'm not gonna tell you what to do with yours. Uh, you're gonna put your opinion. I'm going to ask a final question. Then we will move to close out the show or any chaos that may ensue. Oh, I love how you just take over the show. It's awesome. I love it. Look how I did okay. it, though. Look how I, I did it. Remember the last time we had multiple people in a show and you couldn't control shit? This is mine. <laughs> Ashley, can I just tell you that I'm a Jeez, little bit God. turned on by you right now? <sighs> I mean... So just, really? She, she wow. did say she's the captain, so... Yes, oh, captain, yeah, that is true. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, just two things, and I'll and I'll turn it back over. Okay, so number one, do what you want to with your sheep. Leave me and my sheep alone. That's my take on it. And also, it's, uh, you know, it's all about accountability and consequence. I don't care what you do to your body. It's your business. Every action has a consequence. So by all means, do whatever you want to. It doesn't affect me because I don't own you and I can't tell you what to do. 
I love that you brought scientific method in there. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. I love it. I'm waiting for the butt part okay. to come in, but okay. No, I'm what? just saying. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Ashley. Okay. The, it's the age-old question. Every time we have a different guest on. No. Or a newer guest. No. Oh, no. yes. Sarah, no. I have a question for you. Yes, 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 yes. Sarah, I have a question for you. Please let me finish it. Good night, everybody. So I want your opinion. <laughs> Adrian, you sit down. <laughs> sit down, sir. Yes. You sit down. Yes. This yes. is a tradition for the out-of-context. Okay, Sarah, you're at a gas station. <laughs> You're walking around, minding your own business, looking at the snacks, looking at the freezies, just, you know, browsing. Um, and as you're walking, you sneeze. The dildo you had inserted in you pops out, lands on the floor, and it rolls <laughs> underneath the counter. <laughs> but it's still out there. People can see it. Do you either, A, pick it up to wash it off and keep it and move on, or do you just leave it? and just walk away. So first things first, I've heard this story from you and I know where it's coming from. Second. <laughs> Adrian, 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 Adrian. Adrian. Second, um, the way you started that was very much like Shia LaBeouf Live. You're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your car is dead. I gotta build a scene. But you didn't answer the question. In the woods, you see him. Shia LaBeouf. Sarah. If you don't know Shia LaBeouf live, look it up. It's amazing. I love you. Sarah. But answer the question. The answer, the answer is, you knew this was going to happen. I'm sorry. I can only handle my crazy for so long. Um, but the answer to the question is, because this is me that we're talking about here, and I'm sure you already know what my answer is going to be. I'm going to pick that puppy up, wash it off, and be like, what's up? I'm not even surprised by that being your answer. Kevin's answer was pretty much the same thing when I asked him a couple shows ago. Yeah, no, um, I have no shame. Um, I am a very sexual person. I'm a very open person. I'm not the most outgoing with people I don't know, but you better bet if I spent that much money on a dildo like that, I'm going to pick that sucker up. I'm going to wash it. I'm going to sanitize the shit out of it when I get home, but I'm going to pick it up with pride and be like, that's right, motherfucker. You want a piece of this? Yeah. People try coming at you, you can swing it. Well, no, I mean, do you want a piece of this as in, do you want me to use it on you? I mean, I would personally be a little bit embarrassed if it fell out of my vagina. I'd be like, oh, that means I'm loose. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That does not mean you're loose. What it means is that you're well lubricated. Yeah. It does not mean I'm you're loose. loose. It means that you but are very loose. well lubricated and are very healthy because you are very well lubricated. That's what that means. Okay. Anyways. I am Kevin. Kevin, Kevin was going to say, Kevin, oh, no one is yeah. moving on. Kevin. Hold um, on. I'm the same person that used to buy dildos for my friends growing up because everyone was too afraid to. So I have no shame. I mean, I mean, facts. Facts. Um, Kevin? This, this is also a class issue. If you've got money to just walk around and dropping dildos left and right, then that's, that's like a flex, you know, like, you know, like, I don't need that. You can keep that. Where oh my God, Kevin, left, you know, you're like, so right. Dildos are expensive. Like mm -hmm. I own a toy that's 50 something bucks and it's a piece of shit, but I haven't thrown it away because it was 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But I'm not going to risk like my $50 dildo in a gas station and walking around with it. 
Like the fifty dollar dildo is meant to be at home because that is fifty dollars. It's staying in my house. I'm, I'm gonna sure get the twenty dollar one that I'm gonna get off of the the side of the like hot freeway. You know, when I'm driving in the middle of the night and I just need something quick. That okay, can go boo. public. What's going to happen here is I'm going to disagree with you on that because whatever my partner wants to put inside of me and ask me to hold on to it for sexy games, I will hold on to it as long as I possibly can because A, that is sexy because I enjoy being controlled a little bit, and B, my partner would get fun from knowing that I've got it in there while we're walking around doing whatever because that is fun. I, I agree with you on this. Like, if... if your dominating partner's like, you do this. I'm like, okay. Might be a little bit of a, of a brat, but okay. Um, I mean, I'm just I'm saying for my own personal brat. self. For my own part, sometimes, you know, you just want to walk out of the house and be a little bit more complete. And you, you want to have something, you want to complete yourself. That's your own choice. So if I have my own choice in my selection, I'm not choosing the $50 dildo, choosing the $20 one. Oh, no, I agree. If I get to choose, it's not the dildo, but if the partner grabs the expensive one and scraps that sucker in me, you better believe I'm going to be like, mm -hmm, yes, sir, yes, mistress, whatever you want, sir, or mistress, or they, whatever you would like, Captain. Well, I would I would prefer that they do it like a vibrating option, because that's really the torture there. That true. That too. Like, you got to be like, okay, wear this vibrator, but you're not allowed to come. Like, what? How am I going to do that? What if you're like, they're getting out of the car, and they're going inside the store, and they're like, hey, you, come, and you're like, wait, what? Which one? Which one do you I'd mean? Like, Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for no, letting Adrian. Me. No, Adrian. He's trying to. He's trying to do the Oscar wrap-up button, and I refuse. No, we're talking about toys. No, we need to. We need to I wrap up. We need, we need to wrap up here. We need to wrap up our show we, here, folks. We will. We'll give us a couple minutes, and we will. I will start the wrap-up. We are not going to do this too long. I got yeah. this. I am. I am captain now. I yes, am captain. captain. Anything you say, this. captain. Um, I am captain. Ashley. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> At least if we do couch potatoes, he can't try and bully us off. This is true. What's couch potatoes again? So we're gonna. So Becky and I are starting a trial podcast. It hasn't aired yet because we agreed we're gonna wait a few recording sessions before we're ready to do it because of our conflicting schedules some days. It's called casting couch potatoes. Can I be on this? Because that sounds very much like my kind of shit. Oh, yes, and then Adrian definitely has zero control. He has to sit there, press the button, and then he can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, I will allow the time protection that he has to leave the rest stop. I feel like this is a very, very, very fun torture. Like, we it's... can watch him and torture him, and I will really kind of get off on him. Okay. But so... it's a lot of fun, too, because, like, if he tries to cut in, like he did with our pilot episode, if we ever actually air it, you will actually hear Ashley and I being like the birds from Finding Nemo and telling you fuck off. Fine, fine, Like we're just repeating. We're just like, ah, bop, 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 nope, bop, nope, bop. nope, 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 so, nope. I need to hear this. To appease the almighty Adrian, because my time of control is ending. My my era is almost over. Um, I do want, so... I do enjoy that this was actually a pretty neat episode where we had five of us and there was control it was controlled chaos it wasn't too much chaos and I appreciate that from everyone here tonight I think there wasn't enough sugar in all of us and I think that's kind of what also helped with the controlling and as we're 
aiming to wrap up, uh, but just going to go around where people can find you on social media if you wish to share. And as in the same order, Kevin, where can people find you? All right, please listen to Serial Bear off uh, Podomatic, uh, Spotify, I think, Apple Podcasts. It's a podcast where a friend of mine that I've been doing for t- over 10 years, we've been, it's about um, basically making each other laugh, talking about what's going on in the world from a, um, a person of color's perspective. Okay, awesome. And Becky, where can people find you? Um, people can find me on Twitch or YouTube. Um, username is Rainbow Cupcake ninety five. Um, I will be probably live streaming tonight. And Ashley and I play video games for me to be able to crash for tomorrow. Um, otherwise, I might be posting a video on YouTube tomorrow. Who knows? Okay. All right, Sarah. Well, um. You- First off, I want to say I'm very proud of myself for not being an absolute psycho tonight. And I'm actually really proud of you for being able to rein my ass in because that is so difficult. You don't even know how much I wanted to talk out of turn and I barely did. So you should be proud of me too. Yeah, you listened to daddy well. Oh, yes. (laughs) I should have worn my daddy Um, shirt. (laughs) Oh my God, you need one. I have one. What? Okay, I need to see it, daddy. But in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter, although I haven't been on there very much lately. You can find me on TikTok, which I have been on lately. I believe it's under Cerberus Magic. I have an Insta. I don't know how to use it. But more often than not, you're going to find me here on the Walker AC Experience guesting on people's shows and hopefully soon revamping my show Cerberus and also the Badass Women of History. Um, I lost my notebook that I wrote all of my badass women down on, so I have to do my research over again. But uh, I would like to start that up and possibly have one of these wonderful people on the show to talk about the Badass Women of History with me. So just stay tuned and uh, we'll see if I'm able to, you know, have the mental fortitude to do so. But uh, the idea is because, and no offense to the males here in the room, but male representation in history is far more prevalent than female representation because history is written by the victor and typically speaking, men write history. So there are a lot of really cool women out there that a lot of people don't even know about that have changed how this world is. So. Okay, because I'm going to give Adrian his chance to wrap up the show, say his uh, piece and thoughts. So for me, you can find me on Instagram as Majestic Nerd Lady. That is the only place you can find me as of right now, but I'm willing to talk publicly. You find me anywhere else, I'm not going to talk to you. Stranger danger. Um, Adrian, your thoughts before we all cut you off. Okay, well, we'll take a slight pause one second because um, right now, of course, as we're on our little Zoom-ish kind of call, Big Time Bex is wearing, you know, a daddy daddy hoodie sweater and Sarah's mouth is agape as she's looking at it. I love that shirt so much. Can I get one that says brat? Um, probably. I got this at Spencer's. Oh my God, I love it so much that is so cute and with your hair the colors that it is it looks really really good oh thank you (laughs) i really like it 
I also, love you. Oh, but also you need to wear that next month because next month is Pride Month. Oh, I wear it all the time. Ask yeah. Ashley and Adrian. I very rarely am ever seen without it on. I love that shirt so fucking much. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should put it on after. I'm sorry, Adrian. It's okay. It's all right. So you can find all of us on the Walker AC Experience. Find us on Podbean at walkerac76.podbean.com. Walkerac76.podbean.com. Find us on 22 different platforms, whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, everything else. Just do a search for the Walker AC Experience. We'd like to thank all of our guests that are on this podcast. Once again, like I said, you can find Kevin on Cereal and Beer. A new episode is coming out very shortly. Look forward to that. Um, Sarah, Cerberus Magic, we're going to have her back on. Have her do her podcast, uh, Cerberus again. Of course, also Big Time Bex and Ashley Majestic. They're all a uh, stalwarts on our show. And very soon, the um, Casting Couch Potato podcast will be coming out for them also. And of course, stay tuned for the Murder Boner t-shirts I'm getting them ready, and I have to send them out to everybody for a little prototype. And I'm coming up with more and more designs. We're going to have the Damn It Becky Murder Boner um, Rabbit Raccoon. And we're going to have a Pants to just have a magical boner with a knife coming out of it. I'm trying to think of one for Ashley, so any ideas, please let me know. It needs to say, oh, Captain, my captain. It's It's not copyrighted, but... As the show comes to a close, any final words, dear Ashley? Well, why did the Scarecrow win an award? Seems I'm standing this field. God damn it, Kevin! <laughs> End the show. Good night, everyone. <laughs>